Welcome to Dark and Gloomy 3A's Talk Sports. Okay. Welcome to 3A's Talk Sports. I'm Zach. I'm here with Spencer and Jay. Boys, what up? Hello. Um. Oh, hello, Spencer. Hello. <laughs> oh, what? Hello, Spencer. Hello? hello. Are you there, Spencer? Can you hear me? Can you hear me now? I, I, don't, I don't know. I was, I was reading a text. I was sorry. Can you feel me now, Mr. Krabs? You know what I'm feeling? Feeling like a total barnacle head. <laughs> All right, welcome to Three Sox Sports. Uh, we this is a Happy New Year, yeah. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy 2022. Hope your 2022 is full of blessings. Cheer. Cheer. That's yeah. I'm not good at this. Um. But yeah, so uh, before we get to that, uh, I wanted to make a sh- massive shout out to a buddy of mine and a buddy of uh, us and a friend of the pod, um, Judah. Our f- Sorry. Okay. My phone um, just like turned open Instagram by itself, so restart that. <laughs> um, Judah is uh, a friend of us and a friend of the pod, and um, he has started this uh, clothing brand, and uh, him and I have been talking for a couple months now uh, about throwing hit once he officially like. Th- put stuff out there and start talking, you know, and um, having a social media uh, about it made for it. I would uh, have an ad and I would talk about it. Uh, it's called Embrace the Journey and you will hear more of it after our first break. Um, Jay, with his wonderful voice, he will be, you will hear him in his first ad for the pod. So stick to, stay tuned Jay, for that. silky smooth voice. Silky if it's smooth. terrible, blame dip. <laughs> yeah, you blame me. I was the one that was editing it and cutting it, so um. Yes. With that being said, go to our socials three days talk sports. Um and lifefuels dot com. Simple, easy, water bottle. All right. I think I might buy a new lifefuels bottle. Do it, man. I'm kind of sketched like, on my old one. one. It's been sitting in my basement for like a year, and I haven't used it. It's probably got mold and shit in it. Yeah, you have to clean that. Yeah, I, I haven't. That's why I threw away my last gallon water jug. Some mold spots in it. Instead of cleaning it, I just threw it away and bought a new one. Yeah, I gotta get one. All right. Well, so apparently we're get, we're supposed to be dark and gloomy today. No, no, that was just a joke. I'm, I'm three happy. three idiots talk sports emo edition. <laughs> Where are you? I'm so sorry. Um, I will say this: yes. I was upset like halfway through the game and then i just came to reality and i was like yeah this george is just they're just better they have more they just have more talent but i was disappointed in the game just on the fact that i think we all agree that we know michigan can play better than what they did mm-hmm. yeah yeah um but obviously you got to give it up to georgia their defense is as good as advertised yep uh, it would have been closer if uh, some players in the defense didn't just make some very questionable decisions. Weird. Vince, it was weird, Vince though. Like, it, yeah, that was weird. so You're weird watching, what they were doing. Watching uh, seniors making high school mistakes. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what was going on there. I saw a tweet, and it was like Mike McDonald's, uh, the best work he did this year was making Vincent Gray look like a serviceable corner. Right. Which, I don't think it's completely fair to Vincent Gray because I know the you know he's a he's a hardworking kid and you know he's a, he was solid all year, and the scheme definitely helped him. But yeah, he had he had had a really bad game. I mean, he had a pretty good game against Garrett Wilson and uh, Olave. Uh, he was mainly up against Wilson. Turner was against Olave, and mm. you had uh, Hill on uh, in Jigba. But I know he gave up a touchdown, but he rarely made a mistake against Ohio state. And then against Georgia, he made two just incredibly glaring errors that both mm-hmm. led for, or went for touchdowns. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not that anybody else was really, uh, stopping Georgia though, either. I should say, well, credit to Georgia's game plan too, because they, uh, completely neutralized Hutchinson and Ojabo. Yeah. Quick passes, the chop blocks, all that. Yep, quick passes, chop blocks. They didn't. They never ran the ball outside of the tackles. It was all in between the guards. Right, and Hutchinson still got there in a few of them. Mm-hmm. No sacks, but he hit. He hit Bennett a couple times, pretty good. Yeah, 
That man, that boy was running around like a chicken with his head cut off, though. Hey, but you know what? There's still people out there in Detroit media that are like, oh, you still think Hutchinson's a number one pick? You're insane. Like, okay. Well, he's projected yeah. right now. The, he, the latest ESPN thing came out. He's projected number one. I, I'm how talking about, about the state about, slap. He's on 97.1. How about this? Let's say he's not a number one pick, but he's a number two pick. Yep. If he's for some reason there at number three, he's going. he's not going any farther down than that. No. Like, maybe the Jags take a lineman because they're desperate, but I really don't think they do. They could take Evan Neal. You think he's or number one overall? Uh, he's the best tackle, and they definitely need O-line help. Yeah. I think who they hire as their next head coach is going to be pretty telling on who they're going to draft. Yeah. Also, if they fire their GM, which the fans want. And I agree. The fans want... To burn the whole thing down to the ground, so it's not a horrible idea. We have no. question, we have a, we have like seven questions from Cameron here about regarding a Michigan football. But before that, Jay, what does it take for us to be number one overall for the Lions? We have to lose and, and have the Jags win, or yes, who the Jags play this week? Anybody know? Oh, good. Colts. Thank God. All right, um, I'm, dude, I'm cool with number two overall. I mm-hmm. want I want Aiden. I really do. So this is, this is what I'm thinking. Either the Jags, so the Jags do what you expect. They take one of Thibodeau or Hutchinson, and then that takes away the guessing game for the Lions. Or two, they take the tackle, and then the Lions get their pick. It's a win-win. Yeah. Because if they take Hutch, then you can't be mad if they take Thibodeau. No, yeah, yeah, for sure. But I want to you know Aiden Hutchinson, uh, Hawaiian Blue Jays. You know for fucking sure that if the Lions took had number one and took Thibodeau and then he wasn't great and, and Hutchinson was a Hall of Famer, they would get so much shit. Oh, facts. Facts. Now, the Jeff Okuda pick, you can bash that all you want. That was a horrible pick. Uh, mm. Not yet. Not yet. No. Give it time. Just let him. At the time, I don't think that's a horrible pick because who else were you going to pick? Yeah. I think that the management and the coach put them in that position. Yeah, well, I mean, management is who runs the team. But, you know, Bob Quinn could have re-signed Darius Slay, and then they wouldn't have been forced into taking a rookie corner. I, I mean, he could have, but he didn't mesh well with Quinn or Patricia. Because Quintricia was fucking AIDS. Right. <laughs> Bob Dole. Um, yeah. <clears throat> but even if you don't, I mean... Okuda is considered the second best position player in that draft behind that Chase is, Young. Right. Agree. Yeah, I agree. I just think who 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 else? Who else? I mean, I wouldn't have been brave enough to take Isaiah Simmons over him. He fell. He fell. Yeah, I think he's two picks later to Arizona. Mm-hmm. Isaiah Simmons. No, he was like uh, Isaiah. Yeah. No, he was number seven, I think. Yeah, he was like seven or nine or something. Yeah, he fell a little farther than people thought, and then mm-hmm. he had a kind of a bad rookie year. Yeah, because the adjustment from college to the NFL kind of hit him hard. But he's yeah. been good since. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Well, let's just talk about it. Um, Cameron, uh, <laughs> Saturday around uh, the game time, or before the game, this is at two o'clock on Saturday. He was like, uh, "Oh, after the game, sorry." Sorry, this game was Friday. After his game on uh, on Saturday, he texted me. He said, um, okay, this is a very long text. He said, okay, first question. In regards to Michigan and Georgia game, what does Michigan need to do, or is Michigan capable of taking that next recruiting step and recruiting to the likes of Georgia and Alabama? Mm, at Where they're at right now, no. You're going to need... To get to the Alabama, Ohio State, Georgia level, you're going to have to win the Big Ten probably another two times in the next five years or four years. You need to you need to prove you're as good as Ohio State to get a top three, top four class every I, year. I agree with that to a point. Um, like because I think like what you're saying is you're establishing credibility amongst the you know the upper echelon. Like if you're beating Ohio State consistently kids are going to want to go to you more because they're playing for titles and playing for playoffs. Um, Cameron's question though, what it was, does he think they're capable? I think they're, yeah, I think they're capable. 
But like Jay and I were uh, texting on uh, Twitter earlier today, and I think what it's going to take is they're going to have to do what Harbaugh wants. They're going to have to give him more money, give him more money for his staff, and I think they need to do better in the NIL. Now, I'm not saying they have to pay out like $37 million like Texas A&M. Mm-hmm, right. For one class. Yeah, for one class. But I think you can do better. Yeah. Especially um, with the resources they have. Plus, this year, I know they're going to finish like number nine or number 10. This year is a bit of an, an anomaly because uh, usually when you see success, it translates to the recruiting class next season. And if you remember, we kind of started out this cycle when we fired about 90% of our coaches. Right. So that's what I've seen people say put our uh, recruiting back this year was because you're basically starting with a whole new staff mm-hmm. having to recruit people over again, which outside of it looks like uh, Sean Nua, we're going to have the same coaching staff this or next year. Yeah, and I'm, I think they that somebody said they're um, probably going to hire from within for that job. I saw that it's going to be the DN's coach mm-hmm. slash outside linebackers coach, and they're just going to make him the permanent uh, D line coach. Yeah, I think it's a good move. He's a solid recruiter too. Yeah, because Nua only coached the tackles, I think, or some of like the tweener D tackle DN types, like uh, Chris Jenkins or uh, Mike Morris. And honestly, I liked Sean Noah, but he was not the best recruiter. No. Um, and in regards to the next to like that, he piggybacked off of like his this this main question and kind of like made more questions with it. He said, "Well, will cold weather and high academic standards standards prohibit them from recruiting to the likes of Alabama and Georgia?" No, because I mean, Ohio State's cold. Notre Dame is is cold and yeah. has high recruiting standards. Yeah, mm-hmm. academic standards. No, it shouldn't. Yeah, the cold weather definitely won't. Like, right. it was like I love the people that were like, "Oh, Michigan beat Ohio State because it's in the snow," and I'm like, "Oh yeah, because CJ Stroud's from California." Ohio gets cold too, dude. What? Yeah, yeah. They, they said because Stroud's from California. Who cares? Cade McNamara's from Nevada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, and he also said people say stars don't matter, but you look at Bama and Georgia. Georgia, excuse me, they had like forty combined five star players. Where Michigan, since he maybe had three or five, three to five, the mismatch of talent was definitely shown in both games. Uh, question: What does Michigan need to do to take that next step? Um, it's a combination. You got to keep winning. You can't. You, we beat Ohio State this year. We won the Big Ten. This can't be. In, this can't be in every seven-year thing Mm -hmm. this has to be consistent doesn't have to be every year or maybe even every other year but you gotta make it a consistent thing yep you have to you have to make (laughs) the big 10 a michigan ohio state conference again with the michigan state or penn state slipping in there it 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 can't be just ohio state dominating michigan right agreed um last question from who cam uh what final question what does michigan does michigan take a step back in terms of defense yes yeah they're losing too much like you're losing the nation's number one and number two pass rushers uh number two but well i mean statistically ojabo was the second best no will anderson was the second best okay top, top three then I think Thibodeau was after Anderson. I think Ojabo had more sex, though. Uh, yeah, that's because Thibodeau missed like four or five oh, games. Yeah, this that's year. right. If you, so go by, if you go by efficiency, Thibodeau is number three. Yeah. And then after that, it was some dude from AM. That's fair. Uh, but I mean, at the very least, they're losing, what, two first round picks? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dex still hasn't announced yet. But I'm pretty sure he's gone. Yeah, he's probably uh, gone because he's going to be a second or a third round pick. He'll be he could with his athleticism, he could be a first, a late first round pick. Yeah. Uh, they're losing Chris Hinton. He just declared. Yeah, he, I don't think that's a huge miss. I think honestly, I think Mozzie Smith's better. Yeah. Chris Hinton was the one with all the hype, though. I think that's why people get a little. Well, uh, he was the one that came in with the hype because he was a five star. Right. And he really didn't do too much. Like he was struggling for playing time up until basically this year. Like he it, didn't do too much. Right. 
I mean, I don't know how they're going to fill the gap. I mean, maybe they go to the portal. I've been reading stuff saying that Rashawn Benny, right? I've been reading a lot of stuff saying they have a lot of guys on the roster that you know are due for more playing time. So, right, that's why you saw two defensive backs transfer today. Yep. I thought Selden had a shot to get playing time this com- this next season. He had a shot, yep. but he could start somewhere else. Considering Michigan's returning at least two corners, and uh, oh, what's his name, Jaden Burrows. He's yeah. the he's the corner that's not starting. That's been getting all the hype the last month, month and a half. So gotcha. Plus, yeah. you're adding five star Will Johnson, who's already been in bowl practices. So, and he, yeah, think, he's an early enrollee. Yeah, I think he saw that he was just getting passed over, so he pieced out. He'll probably yeah. play in the MAC or something. Yeah, who knows? Maybe he gets like a smaller Big Ten school. Yeah, like Michigan State. They yeah. like stealing our crappy players. Um, you can you can have the Van Sumerans. What do you guys think about uh, Caleb Williams entering the transfer portal, but also keeping Oklahoma football an option? I think he's staying at Oklahoma. He'll yeah. end up staying at OU uh, just because of familiar, familiarity, and I think they'll make it worth his while. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I was funny enough listening to Blenny today for like two seconds on my way to work, and the only thing I heard today was. Um, he probably would command a lot more money in the NIL because he's an established player. So he could end up getting like, you know, two, $2.5 million and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it wasn't Blenny. It was Joel Clapp. Somebody I actually like. Um, I had a question here from a Notre Dame listener. Thank you for listening and suffering uh, to our Michigan talks, but we appreciate it. Um, he said... Super excited about this Marcus Freeman addition to the to Notre Dame. What is your guys' wow. takes as being Michigan fans to this hire? Well, I saw him get destroyed by Oklahoma State, so <laughs> yeah, well, twenty four straight points to come back. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. yeah. Um, I mean, if you guys saw the hype video where they just they when they, they told the players who was the head coach, and it just showed how much. I did. Oh yeah, I saw that was. On you know Twitter. what I'm saying? Like, it, um, I mean, good for you guys. Uh, you think you guys have your guy here? And here's he's what young. I. So. Here's what I think. Notre Dame. You put him in the Big Ten. I think they're about the third level in the Big Ten. I think Ohio State's still number one in the conference. Mm-hmm. Their offense is just incredible, and they've just got a loads of talent. Then you got Michigan, who's just who's level two by themselves and just below them is where you put Michigan state, Penn state, Wisconsin, Iowa. I think they're down in that group. With the occasional appearance in the title game. Yeah, because well, not they've never been to a football uh, college football game playoff or title game. Have they? No. Yeah. They, the only reason why they're still relevant is because they're not in a good conference. They're either in the ACC, which is shit now that Clemson shit, or they're independent and they can pick and choose who they want to play. Hmm. So um, that's why, why I find it so funny that state fans were shitting on Michigan for because um, you beat a pit team with its third string quarterback and they played in the worst power five conference in the history of football. Please. Yeah. Now, congratulations. They did have a good year. State had a great year. 11 and two and a win in a New Year's six bowl is nothing to sneeze at, but. Oh yeah. No, Michigan and Michigan States both, both had incredible years that nobody thought they were going to uh, do Mm -hmm. or have, I should say. Um, but, uh, before we move on to that, I was going to say, I think, um, uh, my exact thoughts about Notre, or Notre Dame's hiring and Marcus Freeman were first thing I thought was, um, staff continuity, because when I saw he kept Tommy Reese as the, uh, offensive coordinator, I'm like, yeah, this is about recruiting. Yeah. It's a hundred percent about recruiting. Yeah. Because I think if Notre Dame wanted to go for the home run, they wait and then hire Luke Fickle. Yeah, and that would have destroyed the recruiting class, and Michigan probably would have picked up two more kids. Yep. But because Marcus Freeman stayed, they held on to a lot of their recruits, and 
you keep that continuity. Now, another thing though, I've read and heard a lot of stuff on Twitter because I follow 800 different Twitter accounts. Mm-hmm. Me too. <laughs> that uh, Marcus Freeman is like your ultimate, like he's like the one of the best dudes you'll ever meet. He's a player's coach and the players love him. So, and that's always a good, good thing to have. It's like Jim Harbaugh. People think he's an asshole, but players love him. So, and he's a good, and, you know, for the most part, he's a good human. So, and he's young and energetic. That I think that bodes well too. I mean, Notre Dame's always going to have their challenges with uh, the academic side of it and the private school side of it. But I think he'll be. I think he'll do okay. I mean, I don't know if he'll do as well as someone like Fickle, whatever. Even as well as Brian Kelly would have. Brian Kelly, outside of not having a national title, was the best coach in the history of that school. Mm-hmm. And would he have? He had like a le- he had like five or six straight eleven win seasons or ten win seasons. Yeah. Something that no other coach in Notre Dame Notre Dame history had done. Like what? That's that's kind of insane. But I don't I don't think Brian Kelly works at LSU. But we're not talking about Brian Kelly. No, I agree with that. I don't think there's any way that lasts for more than like three seasons. Mm-hmm. That it was such a bad, bad. That was such a panic hire by LSU. Yep. I think they should have went for Venables. I think. I mean, good for Oklahoma for getting him. Venables is a an amazing recruiter and his defense is usually pretty strong. Um, but I think he would have worked out a lot better at LSU. And I, if you're LSU, I don't know how you allowed Oklahoma to hire him. Now I don't, I'm not saying this cause I'm a Michigan Homer or anything, but I thought from the beginning, the best hire for LSU would have been Mel Tucker. Oh yeah. Big SEC time ties. Uh, Big-time recruiter. Georgia's former defensive coordinator. Mm -hmm. SEC ties, like you said. A dynamic personality. He would have been great at LSU. I think with Mel Tucker, I think LSU's back in the national title conversation within two to three years. I agree with that. So, I mean, like, like... I mean, of course, I wanted like whenever the rumors were swirling, I'm like, oh hell yeah, I hope Mel leaves. I'm like, any chance that Michigan State can get worse, I'm on board. <laughs> so I, I will say I am not afraid of Mel Tucker. I'm not that afraid of him. I just it irritates me that they go from getting they they get they get lucky with D'Antonio, and then they go and find the perfect guy to take over that program in Tucker. Yeah, we'll see. Well, it's seemingly we'll say seemingly. So seemingly perfect considering last year was just a garbage year for them. Yeah. I mean, granted he took over a big old dumpster fire. Yeah. D'Antonio left that program in shambles and he should be shunned for it, but their Mm -hmm. fans are just drinking up the D'Antonio juice. (laughs) He was on the field after the win at Michigan. Look at him. He cares so much. If he cared so much, he would have left and given you time to hire a coach before he got his bonus money. Apparently he didn't, they didn't need to though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's what man. happens, though, when you can outbid a school like Colorado, which is not hard. No. Also, Mel Tucker went to state and was a grad assistant, so they kind of had the come home uh-huh. and be he, the savior. And he did well. So, All right. Um, there has been a question that I have been trying to avoid for about a mo- almost a month now. Um, I, I hit it deep down into the bear. I buried it deep. Oh, God. It was a question regarding Duke football. Duke you mean- plays football? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, other than other than they're bad, what do you want us to say? Well, no, it was a question for me. <laughs> um, Duke hired their, a new football coach. Oh, Cutcliffe's gone? After Cut- Cutcliffe left, him and, them and Duke, him and Duke came to a mutual remember agreement. When, remember when everybody wanted him to be Michigan's uh, newest coach? No, it was in. Remember, they wanted the, the Lions to hire him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, the man is, I think, a great coach. He oh, just, I think he did. He did what he could at Duke. He tried, and for a couple of years, it was okay. Uh, but the last, what I think, four or five, it was just a downslide, downslope. But the question was, um, Zach, what is your thoughts on the new hire? Um, the new hire here. Is Mike Elko? He's the he was the Texas A and M uh, defensive coordinator, uh, and actually DJ Durkin actually replaced him at, in Texas A and M. By the way, um, I, 
don't understand how he continues to get jobs. Yeah, but same. He, he hasn't been good at coaching since he was at Michigan. Right. And he killed a player so bad that the t- uh, team was protesting against him. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Maryland. Yeah. I mean, it makes like, no sense. How did she keep getting jobs? It makes no zero sense. Money. Uh, maybe. Um, this guy has been named a. I have his uh, records up here. He was named a semifinalist for the uh, Frank Broyles Award in 2017 and 21, which is the top assistance award, uh, coach award in college football. Uh, Joe Get- uh, Gaddis won this year. Correct. Yep, yep, yep. So he won it that year, and then uh, this guy here uh, finished second. So um, the guy has a lot of you know, coaching experience. Uh, he's coached a eight years in the FBS Power 5 level, so he's got a lot of that experience up there. Um, Duke's in the ACC, and the ACC had, in my opinion, had a decent year this year with teams um, making to the bowl games and stuff, so I think if um, if we can recruit and just have a plan and do something and or get some players, I think we could do something. Now, I'm not saying we're going all the way, boys, but... Um, I want more than three wins. <laughs> you know, uh, just I, so you know, uh, um, if I was you, I would not be looking at North Carolina's recruiting class this year. I think really top five. I think they're top. Yeah, they're top five. They yeah. have two five stars. So, no bueno. But give uh, give this guy some time. Um, yeah, Dip. I'm I'm looking at the ACC right now and the way it's set up. Your division is by far the worst division. Mm-hmm. It's not really close. No. But I do, Pitt's Pitt. Narduzzi's consistent. That's what he does. Like, he's not going to be 11 and 2 every year, but dude's going to win probably seven or eight games almost every year. Mm-hmm. I don't see Duke competing with Pitt. I think Cristobal is going to do some work at Miami. Maybe not get, be back to a, a national title contender, but they'll be, they'll be better again. I don't think so, just because that's what we've been saying about every Miami coach, and it just does not work out. I, for I just think I, I think the money bags are going to be thrown down there. Who is their coach who just got thrown. fired? What? Uh, I don't remember. No, I just remember. Um, the was it Manny Georgia. Diaz? Yeah. So I and didn't. Before I didn't that, you him. had uh, Georgia's old coach. But I okay. Look, I thought Mark Rick Mark Richt would work at Miami oh, just because when, the way Georgia did him dirty, and he was a good coach at Georgia. When Miami hired Manny Diaz, though, Manny Diaz was considered the top defensive coordinator in college. True. Um, you might be able to compete with Vatek. God, you'd hope so, because Vatek's been struggling. Mm-hmm. Ever since Beamer left, North Carolina with Mac Brown recruits like a mofo. So have fun with that. Mac, mm-hmm. And it's Mac Brown. And he's got his old Texas championship ways in him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I just I, I mean I don't see it happening anytime soon. No, not when you go zero and eight. It's also Duke though. Like it's it's a prestigious school. It's hard to get into. They're kind of on the same. They're it's kind of like you know. I don't know who to compare them to, but it's like, hey, we want you to come here, but if you don't have a 3.8, 3.9, 4 point GPA, you're kind of SOL. It's like kids coming to Michigan. Like the ad- admissions at Michigan is a bitch. Like they, I'm sure they bend. I'm sure they bend a little bit for athletes, but not as much as you'd like to see. But you, but you do right. it for football, for basketball. Why can't you do it for football? That's my question. Because you're good in basketball. It's a cash cow. It's money. Yeah, and basketball brings you in a lot of money. Oh, mostly, also, I think the most out of all the teams, too. If you're bending the rules, would you rather do it for five kids for one year? Yeah. Or do it for 50 kids for four years? I don't know. Uh, I do it for basketball. So it makes more sense to do it for basketball. Yeah. But from a money perspective, I should, I mean. Also, they have, you're going to let kids in that. Don't I don't want to say don't deserve it, but yeah. you're letting kids yeah. into your school that are not as academically deserving mm-hmm. over kids who really want to go there for an education. So, right, right, right. yeah, it's a double-edged sword. You know, it's a, I, I, yeah, I don't know. It's just somebody's getting stabbed. Pretty much, what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> so. All right. Um, let's take a quick. Before we go, 
What? Before we go, uh, go move away from college football real quick. Um, hold on. Let me find the name. I want to make sure I get it right. Uh, congratulations to Derek Moore, who was the MVP of the Army All-American game. Or oh, yeah. Army All-American game. Oh, yeah. Mich- Michigan commit. Heck, yeah. Yep. We stole him from Oklahoma after Lincoln Riley left, so thank you, Lincoln. Love, love you, Lincoln. Yep. He was one of four Michigan commits playing in the game with uh, Will Johnson, uh, Keon Saab, and one of the receivers we stole away. His last name starts with a C. Yeah, it's the guy from uh, Oregon. Mm-hmm. The, the 6'3 kid. Yes. He big. He's like 6'3", 195, and he's a senior in high school. That's insane for a receiver. The scariest thing is all three of these receivers, freshmen, incoming freshman receivers can make a huge impact next year. They can. And yeah. then, uh, after the break, I want to stick with Michigan football. I have a, a question okay. for okay. you guys. All right. Um, so we'll be right back. Uh, enjoy our first ad by Jay, and uh, we'll see you after the break. Yee. Ooh, welcome back. <sighs> yes. All right. Spencer, you had a question. Michigan football. I do have a question. Circling. Since Jay kind of pivoted us back toward Michigan football. Mm-hmm. Um, as you know, the rumor mill has been a swirling around a certain coach going to the NFL. Uh, My question is not whether you think he'll leave or not. My question is, this is hypothetical. I don't think he leaves personally. I think he's staying. I think Michigan will give him what he wants. But if somehow the Raiders throw $15 million a year at him and he leaves, what do you do if you're Michigan? Hey, Joe Brady, you want to coach a, a college football team? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, God. Man, who, is, who do I want? I mean, Campbell, but... No, Matt? I don't want Campbell. He has proven this year that he is vastly overrated and overhyped. I just and don't I don't think I don't think Fickle would come here. No, I don't think so. Because I have a plan. Okay, but it's kind of risky. You're the head coach. I'm going with the Notre Dame plan. <laughs> oh, Charles you Woodson. Wanna, are you going to go um, McDonald? Nope, I'm going Gaddis. Really? Because uh, you you have not been a fan of Gaddis. No, you have not. No, I have not. I think his play calling is questionable. Not all of the time, but some of the time. But this is this is my thinking, and this is me being sensible for the first time in my life with Michigan football. Wow. <laughs> You're in a spot where the coaching carousel's already gone around. The, the candidates are not there. So you, you kind of think Fickle's dream jobs were OSU and Notre, and Notre Dame. Dame. Those are full. He's not going to leave Cincinnati for Michigan just because it's the only thing left. I don't, at least I don't think he does. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Michigan offers a ton of money, blah, 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 whatever. But we're good. That's was, not an if, option. If he wasn't an Ohio State coach mm-hmm. or a former Ohio State coach, I, I would, think yeah. you'd absolutely get him. Yeah. But yeah. The, the only thing that makes me think differently is that, you know, m- money can make people do dumb shit like Greg Madison and Washington. Right. Um, I do really like the Joe Gaddis promotion. It makes sense. You're going to keep stability with your coaching yes. staff, and you're going to keep stability with at least your offensive recruits. I'm sure defensive too, if everybody stays. You really like the stability. Um, but, I mean, if you don't, you Joe Brady's available right now. Yep. Who knows if Matt Rule stays with Carolina at the end of the year. Um, I don't know. Could you? I don't think Michigan would hire a person like um, uh, what's his name from Kansas City, the offensive coordinator, the enemy, the enemy. I don't think they'd hire a guy who has that much baggage in his past. Yeah. Um, but yeah, doesn't make sense. You're obviously no <laughs> Urban Meyer. But I I think that would be the best route to go with. Just for mainly for the stability, like you said, because you and then you you say okay, you 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 assume Gaddis. I mean, you know he's going to retain the coaching staff, right? Always, and then he's always got to do. He's got to find a, a defensive line coach, which you're probably going to promote from within. Like they have. Right, 
And then offensive coordinator wise, he's still probably, he's still going to be calling the plays. Yeah. So you're not really missing a lot there. And then in terms of an actual OC, you could either a promote Mike 11 and five. And as you said, Andrew one win or B you could go do like you said, but not as a head coach, go get Joe Brady and pay him a, a bunch of money to be like the top assistant in college football. You could, but I don't think Joe Brady goes to be an offensive coordinator without having play call abilities. I don't think he does that. Yeah, true. Which I wouldn't mind that. Let, let Josh Gaddis run the offense with him and Joe Brady call the plays. Right. Because we've seen Gaddis can recruit like a mofo. At least receivers he can. Right. And I think he could do it with everybody. Everyone seems to like him. He seems like a really decent guy. So, so Spencer, yes. Let um, with your blinders off. Mm-hmm. So there's two offense. There's two people on Michigan staff, offensive staff right now, that I'm thinking you cannot lose. One's Mike Hart, and the other one's uh, Sean Moore. Which one mm-hmm. would you? If you had to lose one, are you losing Shron more then? Yes. Uh, I think Mike Hart is a must keep. Must add or must he must stay here. I don't know. That's a good question. Michigan no. Blinder is on. I definitely say Mike Hart because he's Mike Hart, but you look at what Sharon Moore has done. Mm. Tight ends coach. He did very well uh coaching up McCune and uh Eubanks, Schoonmaker, all of them, Schoonmaker, all. And then this year, you move them down to the offensive line, and they have the best offensive line in college football. Yeah. yeah. He's shown he can be an excellent coach in multiple areas. He's one of the best recruiters on the staff. I'm just I'd, I'd be interested to think on uh, who you would rather lose if you had to lose one of the two. I, my, my, I, when you first asked think, the question, because for me, you said you promote Mike Hart as offensive coordinator. I was thinking you would, I was thinking to promote uh, Sean Moore as Sean Moore. offensive coordinator. Yeah. I could see it. Now, like, gun to my head, I'm probably going to let Mike Hart go. Only because, in this, I only say this because the running backs were pretty good with Jay Harbaugh. Yes. So I don't think. Now, obviously, I think Mike Hart brings a different mentality, and I think he helps in the rivalry aspect because mm-hmm. he knew what it was like to beat Ohio State, and he knew what it, he knows the hatred and like what you have to do to beat them, and I think that helps a program and a culture. But yeah, Sharon, I think Sharon Moore is just more valuable as an overall coach because of the multiple positions and what he did with the O line this year. But even if we had a freaking Ed Warner last year, and he didn't even do that. And he's no. like a he's like the a renowned offensive line coach in the in the country. He's considered one of the best ones in the country. Yeah, <laughs> right. So, yeah, uh, I'd probably keep Sharon Moore. Just in, I mean, it's I didn't really know who Sharon Moore was until this year. Not gonna lie, mm-hmm. I because he was the tight ends coach. Right. Nobody knows who the freaking tight ends coach is. But yeah, I'd probably keep him. But I mean, this is you know obviously all hypothetical. I just think it's fun to talk about. It is, Although it is. I have heard rumors within the next couple of years that Mike Hart could leave to be an offensive coordinator somewhere. Yeah. Damn. I mean, they, shit, Temple was looking at him to be the head coach. Right. But here's the thing. When you're a really good team, you see coaching turnover happens all the time at uh, Ohio State. Yep. You see it happen at uh, Alabama. I should say you see it all the time at Alabama. You see it happen at Ohio State. Clemson Ge- just got picked apart. When you're one of Georgia. the best teams in college football, Georgia, all the time. You're one of the best teams in college football. Your staff's going to get picked, and it's mm-hmm. up to you to find who to replace them. Or Jim Harbaugh, like he did at the end of last year, if they're not getting results either on the field or recruiting, then cut them loose and find people who can. Yeah, like you saw, um, especially with Hart being a running back, a great running back at that in college. Um, Northern Illinois did that uh, with the guy they got uh, with their head coach uh, last year or something like that. He was a running back as well for Northern Illinois, who was a good one at that as well. Um, So I think you're going to see more of these guys get picked off. Uh, Just, yes, you're agree that they're good, but a lot of these, I think, players that used to play is going to start getting picked off to coach more and more. I think players, too, kind of 
most, I mean, easier for him. Ninety-nine percent of coaches were former players, right? Because I think you have to understand what it takes to play the game to be a coach. Because right. then, obviously, players are going to respect you more. Exactly. Exactly. I was going to say to Jay's point of you know picking guys to replace people. One of the best in the country at that is Jim Harbaugh. I, it, I mean, he's. Yeah. Mike McDonald after he got rid of Don Brown. And I know that wasn't an easy decision because he loved Don Brown. But then you go out, you get Josh Gaddis to replace, you know, whoever the hell it was ran the offense before that. Pep Hamilton. Pep Hamilton, because Pep Hamilton didn't work out. You know, sometimes stuff doesn't work. You got to find guys to replace him. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. 100%. That's one that that's probably the best thing that uh what's his nuts, the turtle at Penn State does. Franklin. <laughs> yes, he's very good at replacing his coaching staff after they leave. True. A turtle. <laughs> All right. I, I hate James Franklin. <laughs> All right, before we do the pick let's talk a little bit of NFL. The Lions lost again. Lions lost again. I don't care about that. We want to talk about playoff scenarios, boys. Um, There's a couple playoff scenarios in each AFC and NFC for this week. I think there's season. just one in the NFC, right? Um, there is two. Like not two. seat, not seating wise, but like actually to get into uh, the playoffs. Two teams are still up for grabs. A uh, one seating up for grabs between two teams. Isn't it uh, San Fran and uh, New Orleans? New Orleans. Mm-hmm. So. They play this week, don't they? Uh, New Orleans plays Atlanta, and San Fran oh. plays LA. Oof. I know, right? So, but in the AFC, it's 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 a nice, fun situation. First of all, let's, hold on. Let's congratulations, clap it up for Cincinnati Bengals clinching the uh, AFC North. I will say also, it, t- it took a very weird year to do it, but good for them. Good for them. Also, let's also clap and say congratulations to the Cleveland Browns for finishing fourth in the division this year. I uh, can't wait to see Spencer in a Ben Roethlisberger jersey. I mean, it was. I'm not buying it. Can't wait. Can't freaking wait. Look I'm on our social bro- media for that dude. one. I don't have the money to buy that. But look on our mm-hmm. social media is coming with Pittsburgh gear coming from Spencer. Uh, I will honor the bet. I will wear Pittsburgh gear. A little mad that a little, a little mad that they didn't do good because I wanted those wings. <laughs> yeah. Now, in fairness to the Brownies, the injury bug killed them this year. Still, though, they lost a few games that they should have won. They probably and should have made the playoffs. Baker Mayfield is officially probably not going to be a Brown next year. I I don't think Baker's as bad as people are painting him to be. I think the I injuries, don't either. I think the injuries really screwed with him. This uh, year. I I also personally think he played hurt the last yeah. part of the year. He did. I yeah. think they rushed him back, knowing mm-hmm. trying just yeah. trying to get him into the playoffs. I think they rushed him back too soon. Mm-hmm. Yep. I agree. I also there's rumblings going around that he and Kevin Stefanski hate each other, so yeah. that probably probably doesn't help. Because usually when it's a situation like that where there's smoke, there's fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, hopefully for Baker's sake that if they, if they really don't like each other, hopefully they just say screw it, we're cutting ties, get out of here. Mm-hmm. And then they go sign somebody else and or draft somebody. I don't know, but yeah, we'll see. I think I think Baker can be a uh, a successful NFL quarterback. I don't know. He's not going to be an MVP every year, but I think he can be a, a guy who gets you to the playoffs, maybe wins you a couple games, and if you got the right team around him, maybe get you to a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I mean, hell, Jared Goff did it. <laughs> God love him because he's my QB now. He says, my quarter's my quarterback. Um, yeah. yeah. I like Goff. He's got, he's he's got w- the right mentality. He's a hard worker, man. Hard worker. All right. Um, so, actually, did you know Cincinnati I don't care how hard you work, throw a damn football <laughs> accurately, please. <laughs> For the love of God. Uh, Cincinnati still has a chance to win, or to get the number one seed. It with, would everybody else to lose. With a, yes, with a Kansas City, Tennessee, and New England loss. But anyway, uh, so. They're not even, they're probably, who are they playing this week? Uh, Cleveland. They might not even win this week. They're benching everybody. Are they? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, uh, Zach Taylor already came out and said Burrow's not playing. Probably smart. All right, so there's a couple I mean, teams that are on the what? what? Say you already clinched your home playoff game. Mm-hmm. It's unlikely that Kansas City and Tennessee lose, so. Yeah. Did they beat Tennessee? Uh, No. So then Tennessee would get the tiebreaker, so they can't get the one seed. Oh, no. I mean, evidently, they can't. It's the NFL, so they must have played them, or they... 
But it says they have a chance to be the uh, a first round bye. So if, if all those teams lose, so something must have happened. Did they play Tennessee this year? I don't know. Uh, but there are a couple of teams up for grabs: Indianapolis, uh, LV Raiders, and the LA yeah, Raiders, Chargers, and the Pittsburgh Steelers somehow are crawling their dead corpses of, to the try to be a playoff team. I the Colts can still miss the playoffs too. Yeah, yeah. So Pittsburgh. Let's start with Pittsburgh first. Pittsburgh win, Indiana loss, and the LV, and because the Raiders are playing the Chargers, that game cannot end in a tie. Um, that's the way they will get in. If the Indiana loses and the other that other game does not end in a tie, but they have to win. And they're playing Baltimore. So, um, and the LA's in with a win or a tie, and then um, the Raiders are in with a win or a tie. And then the Colts just have to win. Also, all these teams got to win. You win, you're in. Simple, plain simple. So, and then with the um, with the New Orleans Saints and the 49ers in the NFC, it's a little it's a little different. New Orleans, if they want in, they have to win, and San Fran has to lose. Um, but if San Fran wins, they're in. So, and that's the last playoffs pop up. But I think if the Niners win and get in, they're sneaky. Mm, very sneaky getting there, yes. yes. So it's it's going to be a fun week eighteen to watch, and um, uh, Spencer, if you want to get the pick, get the ESPN pick on your phone, get it ready. Um, but uh, he, while he does that, uh, make sure you guys go to our socials, Three Days Talk Sports, follow them, look out for uh, the tweets that are be coming out uh, around the game on the games on Sunday. So. Um, with that, also with that being said, the Pickums Week 18. Yeah, <clears throat> I have a two-point lead over Spencer, a three-point lead over. Oh, we're going balls to the wall this week, boy, because you're still playing defense. So it's gonna be a. I need. Ooh, I gained, wait, I gained one back. Yeah, because I, I picked Tennessee. Nice. Or, I mean Texas. I, I would me. like to officially contest that y'all wouldn't let me change a pick, and I'm mad about it. You can be as mad about it as you want. Yeah, buddy. It's not going to help you. Because I, I said, what was it, Friday? Yeah. Friday. Yeah. I was like, I want to pick the Steelers. And you guys, it was like, no. Yeah. I'm like, God damn it. I just knew. Bitch, I, bitch, bitch. Because on Thursday or Wednesday, when we did the podcast. I didn't know it was going to be Ben's last fucking game. That's unfortunate. I would have. I would have picked the Steelers. Me, 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 me. <laughs> What's that? No. Bitch, 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 bitch. Just you know, you know. At least you can take me out to dinner first, because I like to get wine to dine before I get <laughs> fucked. Hey, like I said, listen to your gut the first time it rumbles. Well, the gut the first time said Browns, and then I was like, oh shit, it's Ben's last game, and then the gut was like Steelers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, anyway, holding, holding my I'm baby done. here into uh, week eighteen, just holding him here while. Uh, you know, you don't take care of a kid situation. Um, let's start with game one, boys. Oh, yeah, Saturday uh, football. Saturday foosball. Uh, Chiefs at Broncos. Kansas City minus 10. Um, Kansas City. Oh, Kansas City. City. Chiefs, easy. They're playing for a possible one seed. And Broncos are probably starting Drew Lock, so woof. <laughs> uh, next game. Battle of two teams that have clinched playoff birds. Eagles at Cowboys. Dallas minus seven. Now, this is in oh um nobody's playing for for Philly, so give me Cowboys. They rest. They're resting hurts and everybody. Uh no, they have twelve people on COVID list, and all of them mm. are starters. Almost all of them are starters. Fun. I'm glad you said that. I don't cause... think it. I mean, obviously, it matters in the pickums, but doesn't really matter for Philly. They already locked up a playoff spot. Correct. I think. Correct. Yeah, Philly's got yeah, Philly's got a wild card locked up. Uh Dallas Which is just insane to me, but mm-hmm. same. Dallas can't win the one seed anymore. So Arizona. So they don't really have anything to play for them. Arizona for. ruined that. Uh I don't know if Dak's sitting or not though. Is he? Anyone I, know? I don't know. Uh, All I know is Eagles have nobody because I got COVID. 
Uh, you know what? Even if it's the fight in Cooper rushes, I'll take the Cowboys. <laughs> Wait. Yeah, I'll take the Cowboys as well. All right. Next up, we've got the Packers visiting the Lions. Green Bay minus four. Uh, Rogers said on Pat McAfee's show that he's going to play, just doesn't know how much. Um, yeah, give me go pack go, dude. I hope um, we lose here. We need to lose. We need to lose this game. Yeah, I'll go Packers. Balls to the wall. Give me the Lions. Stop playing. You pick the Lions. Beat the Packers. They, 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 what, if they play two series, and the starters go out, I think the Lions win. All right, all right, all right. Packers all right. don't have shit to play for. You got it, dude. I also, I, I'm I'm in this to win this. I want to. I want to make it back to back. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Uh, Bengals at Browns. Cleveland minus six. Both starting QBs are not playing, and I think most of the starters for the uh, Bengals are not playing as well. For a nice, easy, low payment of thirteen dollars, you can go to this game. Yeah, it's Cle- did I say Cleveland minus six? Yeah. Okay. Oh my god, the week eighteen is awful, dude. Um, you know, give me. Oh god! Oh god! Give me the Browns. Uh, Browns. I don't. Case Keenum? Who's the Bengals uh, quarterback? Uh, it's Case Keenum and who's the fuck? Hold on, I'm going to Google it. Bengals backup QB. It is... Brandon Allen. It is Brandon Allen. Is it? Yeah, Brandon Allen is expected, yeah, is expected to Allen. start. Mm, don't mind, Brandon. All right, give me the mm, give me the Bengals. Cincinnati, fuck it. <laughs> assuming the I'm I'm assuming the the Browns still play most of their starters. In case I think Case Keenum is the better backup, so I'll take the Browns. Yep, give me the Browns. Three, I agree. I agree. Fuck. <laughs> you already picked the Bengals. Can I go back to Cleveland? Nope. 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 You, you wouldn't let it. me switch, bitch. Nope. Shit, dude. This All right, Spencer. This is how I lose, <laughs> dude. And before you announce the next game. Oh, wait. Oh. Nope. Hold on. Not yet. Oh, I'm I, see what, I see what game it is. A little quick trigger there, Grace. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's, it's the one after this one, isn't it? Yes, it is. All right. <laughs> next one, we have. Uh, uh, Although this is a very close second, actually. A, a close second shit show of the week. The Bears at the Vikings, Minnesota minus three and a half. They all um, suck. Is what's his name going to play? That's the thing. Curdy Cut is going to play. I, I think, think he so. is. He's not he on is the active. list. He is activated. He will start. Um, uh, Justin Fields is back. Give me, give me the Vikings. I'll go Vikings as well. I'm going to take the Vikings, too, because uh, Cousins is back. Uh, Bears stink, and I think this will be Nagy's last game. Yeah, so. Yep. All right. All right so Dave, in America's we're... shit fest of the week, we got the 6-10 and 10 Washington, soon to have a new name football team, against the 4-12 and 12, uh, New York Sad Giants. <sighs> Washington me... is favored by 7. Give me the soon-to-be-different-named football team. Yeah, same me as well. Football team is better coached, has better better roster, better quarterback, which is sad because it's Heineke. You watch your mouth. Um, hey, I, Heineke is a baller. It's, I, I get it, but still. Uh, I'll take the football team. Also, have you heard what the rumored name is? No. no. The Admirals. Oh, I like that. That doesn't even make sense. I, I, I don't think it does either. I God, still like, they should I have still, been the damn Guardians. I still like the red tails. I do like the red tails too. That's what it should be. Mm -hmm. But we know Dan Snyder, moron, racist, resident 
Oh. Moron. <laughs> you went a different route. <laughs> yes, you did. God, I'm not. Usually, I'm the one that's out of pocket. I thought we were going racist. <laughs> <laughs> Quote of the day. I thought we were going racist. <laughs> All right. Just like, excuse me while I get back in my time machine to yes. 1947. <laughs> sorry, sorry. All right, Spencer. That's, nice. <laughs> that's just how. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. Next up, you got the Colts visiting the hapless Jaguars. Indy minus fifteen and a half. If I had, if I if I could leave to go to this game, I would. It's twenty two dollars to go. I, but uh, give me the Colts. Only an hour Colts. drive. If the football gods didn't hate the Lions, I'd say Jags. But since they do, give me the Colts. I hope. Oh. I hope we're all wrong in this, but. We can't be because I, I, I want to see the Colts go to the playoffs. I do too. I don't. I want the number one overall pick. Um, I, don't, I want the Colts to go to the playoffs just because I've been on their wagon all year. So. Same, yeah. Um, I'm a straggler. Next up, you got the Pittsburgh fighting Ben Roethlisberger's versus the Baltimore fighting Tyler Huntley's. Uh, is Lamar not playing again? Lamar? Yeah, is he not playing again? I'm trying to find out. Dude, I don't know, but Huntley didn't look that bad against the Rams, to be honest. Just couldn't just couldn't couldn't get it couldn't get it enough to pass. But <laughs> Juju, stop. I heard that you said na 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 and then Juju goes, Meow. Uh, as of nine hours ago, he's still playing. So two days ago, it says Lamar has been pushing to return, has a chance to play. And then nine hours ago, the guy says, uh, John Harbaugh said, I don't see the, the value in even talking about, about it at this point. He's officially questionable. Give me, uh, give me... Tickets are so expensive for this game. Oh my god. Um, I feel like the safe pick here is Pittsburgh. Give me Pittsburgh. I feel like the safe pick here is the Ravens. That being said, give me the Steelers. And Ben's final game of his career. Mm-hmm. I don't want to lose ground Steelers. Ah, oh, you pussy. But you got a game ga- game. Yeah, ground. you got a great game, bud. I've already done. I've already differentiated from dip twice. Have you? Uh, the Lions and who else? Lions and Browns. I like how you're mm. putting your whole life on the Lions winning a game. Yeah. That's, that's not ballsy. <laughs> Fine, Ravens, Ravens, Ravens. Fine. <laughs> that's what I thought. Before it's entered, Ravens, and whatever. <laughs> Look how we persuaded him. <laughs> I was on the fence, dude. It was like a complete coin flip, so why I mean, not? My head says the Ravens win this game. Uh-huh, same. I'm just thinking because it's body, Ben's last game. But my body's telling me one, one last F you to the NFC, AFC North. My mind's telling me no. <laughs> but my body, my body is telling me yes. All right, next game. All right, let's not, let's not sing anymore. Our Kelly uh, guy pissed on children. <laughs> Did more than that to children, too. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God damn it. And we uh, are canceled. <laughs> oh Lord. Alright, moving on. <laughs> Titans at Texans. Um Tennessee minus ten. Uh give me Tennessee. Tennessee. Titans. Playing for the one seed, so uh Saints at Falcons. Saints have to win to get in, and they need a Niners loss. Uh New Orleans minus four and a half. Uh give me Nola. Don't super love this game, but give me the Saints. Taysom Hill's playing, right? Yeah. I don't know. Jay and I have picked the same team each pick, so wait to see what Jay's going to do. Wait, no, we didn't. I had the Browns over the Bengals. Oh, yeah, there he is right there. Yeah, I see it. It all, it all looked the same when I was looking over because it's like, boys, come on. Oh, we yeah. Green Bay. All right. Yeah, they're playing for a possible playoff berth. Look at the Saints. All right, cool. Let's get. 
Uh, you got the Jets at the Bills. Buffalo minus sixteen. I think Buffalo's still playing for that uh, number one. Well, and they're still playing for their division. I was going to say the division because mm-hmm. I think they have the tiebreak against New England. If I if I was uh, anywhere close to the stadium, I would go to this game. Eight dollars a game. Eight dollars to get into the game. Give me Buffalo. Uh, next Buffalo. season, I'm, I'm doing. A, I'm, doing I'm not. Pay- I'm not paying eight. I'm not paying eight bucks to sit out and bum fuck nowhere Buffalo in a blizzard. <laughs> you remember when Dip when we went and saw the B- Bills Jets for free? Yes, yes, and LT was really mean to me. <laughs> Mr. T- Mr. What was uh, Mr. Taylor? Could I get a picture? And he was like, "Nah, not right now." That's <laughs> the <was> like, guy. Right. <laughs> you turned around, you're like, "Dude, that's LT," and I'm like, "No, it's not." And then yeah. I looked, and I'm like, "Holy shit, it is!" <laughs> I had to Google his picture on my phone <laughs> to verify. Uh, y'all thinking Buff? Yeah. Oh, you don't want to pick New York? Why would I do that? Shiny. Why? Because they almost beat the Bucks last week. <laughs> they Speaking player. of that, they made a play retire. We did not talk about Antonio Brown. And I, I don't. Oh God, we didn't. I don't want to talk about slipped that. Slipped our mind. Just straight up walked off the field. I don't understand that. So there's a lot of. Sh- so I've been reading about it. Apparently, there's a lot of details that haven't surfaced that are apparently going to, and it's gonna. Apparently, they're trying to paint. They're gonna try to paint the Bucks like the bad guys. Well, yeah. Um, uh, Antonio Brown just came out and said today that they're trying to make him play with a bad ankle. Yeah, and they said he's got a high tolerance for pain, so he plays through a lot of stuff, and that um, he went to his his friends and stuff told him to go to a specialist, and he got an MRI done by a out an outside of the facility like place and they told him not to uh not to play and then they made him play anyway i have a hard time believing that i kind of do but kind of don't because i know team doctors get persuaded by the teams to say ah it's not as bad as you think yeah no i agree with that but if he actually got an mri from outside and that's saying they can't play i don't think bruce arians would be like no you're going not when he, you're the third receiver. You say that, Nolden. He's not though, because he's the number two now. Well, because because uh, Godwin's out. Godwin's out. Yeah, and oh. Evans is a, Evans is a piece of tissue paper. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. So, and plus so the, two against it being New Jersey, I don't, I, I don't see it. Yeah. Or New York. Just, also, yeah, also I believe they, they it, play in New Jersey. I can believe it because of what the Saints did to Michael Thomas. So. Yeah, but they were having problems like way back. True. It's true. All right. AB is a head case. Let's just leave it at that. Very. He needs professional help, and he's needed it for a long time. Mm-hmm. People were saying he needed it even before he went to CMU. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next one. You got the 49ers playing for their playoff lives. At the Rams, Rams minus four and a half. Give me the Rams. This is probably they win game of the week. The division. Uh, yes, this is definitely the game of the week. Would you take Jay? Um, I really want to take the 49ers because I think they're going to be fired up. But mm-hmm. the Rams don't lose unless I pick them to win. So give me the Rams. <laughs> you, Jay, you curse them. LA for me, duh. Mm. Oh, so just picking about this. Thinking about this. Talk about it, talk about it. Won't you take me to Niners Town? Niners. Oh! Niners? Shanahan, Shanahan has the Rams number. All right. He owns All them. Right. To be honest, I don't. And I they're fighting. Don't and. And, and they're, they're fighting, fighting for the playoffs. I don't, I don't mind where that the Rams pick. really aren't playing for anything but the two seed. So they're only playing for the division. But I don't mind that because Stafford has been really struggling as of late. Didn't they split with the Cardinals or did the Cardinals sweep them? They split with the Cardinals. They beat them last time and then they got their shit rocked for some. Hmm. All right. Next game. We're running out of time. Pats at Dolphins, New England minus six and a half. Uh give me New England. Patriots. Yeah. Patriots. Seahawks at Cardinals, Arizona minus six and a half. Is Cardinals going to play? Who is? Yeah, they're they're going for a division. Yeah, give me the cards. Cards. Do you take cards? Yes. Okay. 
Bucks at Panthers or Panthers at Bucks. Sorry, uh, Tampa Bay minus eight. All right, Jay, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to choose these last two games. Why? To tie me. Oh, to tie. I'm three back or two. You're three back. Oh, yeah, Tampa Bay. Okay, I don't think good. Carolina Jason's wins. Taking. I'll take a knee. Oh, Jay's taking a knee, Spencer. Uh, Tampa. Right. This is. I think this was. I think this is going to decide it between me and you, Jay Spencer. I really do. Chargers at the Raiders this game. Right a, a Sunday night game, game of the week. Winner goes to the playoffs. Loser goes home. Unless the Jags beat the Colts and then they tie, then they both go. <laughs> Give me the Chargers. Oh, I don't like this pick. Oh, I don't like it. What do you got, Jay? Ugh. The Raiders are going to continue to be a weird team. Give me the Raiders. Bro, I don't. It's, uh, uh, oh man! Like the Raiders shouldn't be in this position. No, they shouldn't be. Yet here they are. They're just they're they're like like that weird cousin that just keeps randomly showing up. <laughs> uh, I I can't pick against my team. Take Chargers. Oh, let's go! Let's go! Let's go! So the, what's the best I can do? Tie you? The best you can do right now is tie me. Yep. Are you no, sure? By one. You can beat me by one. That's all right. It's all I need. It's all I need. All right. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to this podcast. And we will see you next week um, with the winner of the Pickums. I got holding my child. This year, man. I got um, my ego. My ego got the best of me. Yes, it did, Spencer. We, I think we had chopped chopped away your lead week by week. I think it was a great comeback by Jay. And I, I, mean, I uh, never got more than like seven or eight picks ahead. That's no, still no. a lot of picks ahead. That's still yeah. a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but with that being said, thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next um, week. Oh. Real quick before we leave. Yes. National championship is Monday. I don't really care about it anymore. Uh, but Bama by I, a billion. Bama is the lock of the week. Yeah, lock of the week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> I'm putting it on there. All right. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next week. Go to our socials. And uh, enjoy your week of uh, awesome NFL football, week 18. All right. Have a good one, guys. Thanks for joining us. Deuces. Bye. Bye.